Alright, you white motherfuckers. All eyes on me. This is the Average Years Podcast. So, this is Mr. Fox, the Average Years Podcast. Uh, I have a very special guest from one of my favorite podcasts, Who Raised You Hoes. Would you introduce yourself, sir? Uh, absolutely. I am the host of Who Raised You Hoes, Lene. Um, my Twitter <laughs> handle, as this week is going to continue to be from Zen to 10. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, coming on to the I Refuse podcast. So this is very special as not only a podcaster myself, but also as a fan of yours. Thank you. Because Who Raised You Hoes is in my feed on Apple Podcasts. And, you know, I try to stay abreast. I try to stay on top of it. But, you know, y'all fast and furious over there with it. Why, thank you. We appreciate it. Yes. How long have you guys been doing that? Who raised your hoes? I started doing raise your hoes back in 2018. Uh, Marlon came on, I want to say 2019. Right. And has been on ever since. And I don't know. I just always felt like I had an opinion to give. And it may not always be welcome, but I give it regardless. So that's why we love you over here. Why, thank you. Excellent so, to get this. Yes. So, um, the reason why we have you on is because you, as well as I and other folks, mm-hmm. have been in a chokehold since Friday. And are we ready to dig into what we're here for? I'm like her. I'm sitting on that diving board in the middle of the ocean, trying to figure out what is life? Why do these niggas continue to try me and think that I won't retaliate? Right. Like, why am I still thinking about an ex from 10 years ago? And why do I want to murder him right now? See, we don't... mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. But regretted, though, right, in the same sequence. I mean, lyrically, you probably can. I wouldn't physically advocate anything. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. (laughs) I would never condone that. So, we're here to review SZA's sophomore album, SOS. Get daggling, Skippy. I have not put it down since Friday morning. That's the first thing I put on when I woke up. Everyone, I think, did the same thing. So, where where shall we start? Shall we start on a grand welcome? Because, you know, it's been five years. Mm. I'm still yes, playing control. <laughs> I'm still playing control. Ooh. What a moment. What, I know, what a moment. I, I, we can start from there, to be honest. Because control literally came out at such a pivotal moment in my life. And it came out a week and a couple of days before I turned 30. Mm-hmm. So 20-something hit different <clears throat> versus if I would have heard it maybe if I was in my mid-20s or something. So it hit different and it cut deeper. But it spoke to every emotion that I had felt at that time. So it was just weird to go back and think 
okay, at this time you was like really a wreck. Then the then the thing, like it's been five years and here we are. Five years and six months to be exact, to be honest. But um here we are and sis delivered on her promise and my God, what a promise. I was getting worried because I was like, it's been five years. I hope she doesn't end up going the Lauren Hill route where it's like one album. Hey, 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 not too much on my Jersey sisters. <laughs> you, that's what we won't do today. No. Not too much. I'm not, I'm not, no. Okay, I'm just using it to put. I know, in, I know, I know, I know. I, know, I, know, I get it, I get it bad from another girl that lives, um, from a girl who lives in Baltimore who was like so amped when Lauren Hill was coming to Baltimore and then she canceled and she, she was like you, she was like not too heavy on Lauren Hill being late. Not, you know, I still, and I'm like, I get it. I, I don't revere her any less. Um, but I was nervous. I was cause control mm-hmm. definitely reset a couple of things in my life. Oh, control got me through a time. You just like when she talks about control, the thing that I love that she said one time in particular, I forget what outlet she said it to, but she's like, anyone that relates to that album, I just want to hug them. I'm like, I get why. Because it honestly is a set, like, literally listening back to it, it's almost like a sad album. It is. Um, like tones of despair and longing and never fully having closure and finding yourself back in on some level the same situation it's 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 pretty scary you just it just took me back to anything and how lord jesus that song anything was something but let's move on to her younger sister Let's talk about that girl. Let's have a conversation about her. Please. Please. SOS. What a bomb. (laughs) What an emotional bomb. An emotional reset. A Mercury's retrograde on audio. I am about to box with you right now. No, so the intro, mm-hmm. the intro of the album. Shout out to Jay Versace. Yes, yeah, another Jersey, bro- Jersey brother. He has come a long way from Vine. I know. Yes, like, God, I would have never imagined the intro about it. Never, I've never heard her sound so hungry. Like. She sounded so hungry, like just ready to get back. Because she had a point to prove. Right. She was tired of hearing y'all talk about her. (laughs) She addressed quite a few things. (laughs) Along with the accusations that she had plastic surgery, which she admitted she did. You know... The thing I stand transparency, and just to be clear, the plastic surgery she got was the BBL. Mm-hmm. She didn't have her face cut up. She didn't have anything contoured. She didn't mess with anything. 
Oh. Do you know Solana the way I remember Solana? I'm gonna drink on that. I'm gonna drink I on love that. my good sis down, but you could tell you could tell the work was there because she if you list like literally not to bring it back up, but to go back to come back forward. Mm-hmm. She spoke a lot about how she was insecure about her body in 2017. If you look at the cover from Control, and case in point, the cover from Control, then look at the Persuasive Remix video. Now answer. Now ask that question to yourself again. We can move on now. No, don't leave me out there on the diving board like so. <laughs> uh, it, I know, because this is the thing. She admitted it got, it was done. Right. It doesn't matter specifically where, but True. she admitted that it was done. She addressed, she popped her shit because she had a lot of shit to pop worthy. <laughs> I mean, sis, it's been five years. Sis got a Grammy. You know, things have been going off feature after feature. You know, things were going on. So she she had a lot of shit to pop because that all happened through the first promo cycle for her album. Her first right. album at that. Right. But I say all that to say this. She came a long way. Here we are. And she starts by, you know, humbly reminding people that, you know, let me talk my shit respectfully. And she did just that. Yeah, she was... All of her shit. She definitely set the tone with that intro. Um, and I was just like, I'm here for it. And then we got into Kill Bill. Please. Now, can we live? I live for the line in Kill Bill when she continues to say repetitively, I'm so mature. I'm so mature. <laughs> but in her mind, she's literally sitting here lyrically. I just killed my ex. I still love him though. Right. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk about rage. And feeling every bit of that rage each time that chorus would come on. It's just it I would have never expected her to release a song like Kill Bill. But you know, just the flow. Can we just? I appreciate the album for being uh, sonically mm-hmm. cohesive. Yes. Like it, like the way it flows. It, it it almost to me feels like it flows like water. Mm. Like when you go through that first half, and when I say the first half, maybe like the first fourteen, fifteen songs, but Kill Bill. I was like, oh, right after the intro, where mm-hmm. you just cleared mm-hmm. the just cleared the room and set the tone. She pulled out the blicky and said, "Here, sticky up." <laughs> Not the blicky. She pulled out the blicky. She had it. She had it in her Birkin. Had it in her Birkin. She was like the mean. She literally was the mean with the glasses, with the house burning behind her. That was literally her and Kill Bill. <laughs> She's well, right. she was just happy. I got rid of so much weight, and I'm ready with my Birkin and maybe my te- my Teflor. Not Telfar. Telfar. Thank you. You know, I'm a poor bitch. Um, 
Nice. So, <laughs> Kill Bill, I was like, okay, this is my first favorite. You know, because mm. I got I got quite a few. And then we have what Seek and Destroy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You can take it or leave it. I can take it or leave it, to be honest, with Seek and Destroy. It's not my favorite on the album, TBH. Yeah. However, yeah. however, comma. Yes. However, comma. I'm going to let you finish on this one real quick, though. However, comma. I'm going to just pause right there. So, I don't, although I don't lean too heavy on Seek and Destroy, it's not a total wash for me. Um, <laughs> it's 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 not in my top five. There, that's that's nicely put. That's nicely put. Because in the top of my list <laughs> is low. Let me tell you something about low. <laughs> did, did it make you pause the the song? Go leave off the room and come back. I was on the good good NCA and. I should not be wanting to pop my cat on the A train in the middle of rush hour. I should not be sitting here trying to lock my knee. Just trying to trying oh not to God. catch myself doing the date. Like it's just it was infectious and and my God, it was beautiful. The lyrics were beautiful. Keep it real on the lowest of the low. A poet. A prophetess. Dr. Solana Angelou. I'm telling you. Phenomenal woman. That's she. In and out of time. That was bad <sighs> And out. In and out. Stop it. Because all I can think about is that man doing her voice now. <laughs> oh, God. I only had two sips of whiskey. I'm cutting up. Oh, Lord. You, you are me. I am you. We are one. In and out. In, 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 out. And out. In, in, out. In, in, out. In, in, out. Not the Alvin Ailey I live. But yes, um, Hello is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, we love, we adore Solana Rowe over here for her, um, for her moods, for, for her grooves, her ear. Like, and shout out to her ear or whoever decided to use the Travis Scott ad-libs on the track. Like, and he actually did them. That's the thing. I'm like, I felt like I was listening almost to a Travis Scott song. Except it wasn't him. It was her. And I just, and in that moment, I gagged. I was like, oh my lord. My lane. <laughs> Talking to my good girlfriend over the weekend about that, about her and Travis Scott on a song together, and she was like, "I wouldn't mind an EP with the two of them." 
because a lot of people forget Love Galore happened first, but that's not my favorite highlight of him in the album yet. I'll, for, I'll foreshadow. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll save that. Yeah, we'll get to that that part because he actually has a more substantial feature on a song later on, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I was like, ooh, what is mm. this? Mm-hmm. But we're going to get to it. Yes, so, we are. The next one is Love Language. So, here's the thing. I think it's utterly genius for her to sample herself. I'm just going to start there. Say that, yes. And the fact that the song that was sampled is the song that did not make the album. But had a visual. She had a visual and everything for it. There was a whole, the whole member. Remember, she teased good days at the end of this video. Right. But Hit Different did not make the album, but it was sampled on the album. I'm like, that's clever. So you decided not to include it on the album, but to still get the credit for it. (laughs) She be thinking. She be thinking. That girl's dangerous. I'm telling you, that girl is dangerous. Because I'm like, I know I heard the song before. I'm like, wait, this is her. She right. sampled herself? <laughs> like, it's genius. It got her paid again on her own song. I mean, hey. Almost a year to the date that the song came out. Almost. A little Pete over when, a year. Pete when, Pete, when I said the album was released Five years and six months since the release of Control. Control was released on June 9th. SOS was released on December 9th. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, wait, exactly six months, five years and six months? So, Lana, what you trying to tell us, girl? Uh, listen. Hold on, because you know I need to make sure I'm right. I hate to be wrong. Let me find out she into numbers and stuff. Like, Yeah, I'm completely correct. Control came out on, Ju- on June 9, 2017. Wow. Exactly five years and six months to the date. So, pause for a minute. So, did you catch, like I caught, in the intro, she uh, interpolated listen? Yes, she did. Oh, okay. Want to put that out there? Yes, she did. <coughs> and that was the conversation. But they're like, she channeled Dream Girls for this album? I'm like, do y'all not pay attention? Beyonce's influence. Beyonce's influence. When I tell you. She it. This isn't about her right now. However, I know. I'm just saying. She she is the queen. Through some of these girls, uh, oh. the inspiration, the muse. Uh, uh I can be I can be here forever, but I'm not going to do that. It's not. No, today. we're not. We got to. We got to focus. Today. It's not today, Lord. Not today. <laughs> so not tempt me. But love language is in my top five. Oof. Um, but, this is the next one is one in my <laughs> niggas want me to get ratchet. Niggas want me to attack it. Oh, uh, 
get what put on the hood. Uh, put, put the hood on me like uh, like oh, I'm Cassius. Oh god. <sighs> when I tell you everything, when that song, the moment that song comes on, everything around me just dissipates. I just because you know what it is. Ever since Missy Elliott said it a while ago, I've always said this in my mind. I had when I listen to music, I had to visually envision the visual for it in my head. So with Blind, I don't know why I envision two people getting into an argument in a the car. There are a couple, obviously. And he exits the car and she's sad and crying. Not going to say where she is. But she's out the window and she's looking out of confusion and trying to figure out where she went wrong. Mm. The song paints that kind of picture. Like, because if honestly and truthfully, I went, that's, that's a brave risk. There's another song I would say that's the baby, that's the younger sister of. I feel like Blind is almost kind of like Drew Barrymore's sister. Listen to the list. If you don't believe me, because Drew Barrymore is in my list of one of my top songs ever by her. If you don't believe me, listen to Drew Barrymore and then literally put right behind it blind and tell me I'm wrong. So do you feel like in a way you could match songs from SOS to songs from Control? Like Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's certain songs that remind me of Control. All right, like, like me connecting blind and Drew Barrymore, yeah, was a no brainer, right? And I'm sure you'll start, you'll connect some more songs as we go on. Oh, That's wow. interesting, yeah. I, I, um, I'll do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Put a put a playlist together. Well, another playlist. Um, because man, I had to put a playlist, a scissor playlist together earlier this year because I was just hungry. You know, it would include unreleased material like C Scissor Run, S, Z. Well, Z is on streaming services, but C Scissor Run and S are not. Um, even though C Scissor Run is one of my favorite projects from her, especially Crack really? Dreams. Is, Crack Dreams is one of my favorite songs from her. Okay. Crack Dreams and Country. Oh, Country. If you have not, and especially for people who's like, oh, she's like one run long one long sentence that like a long ass sex message that never ends. I'm like, if you don't take your ass back to the beginning <laughs> right. to come forward to understand why people love her, we've been riding this way since 2012. We ain't going nowhere. Okay. But yeah. Well, I will tell you that Z had a chokehold on me for like three years. That was me and C says and Ryan. Like, um, remember me for who I was, not who I am. Mm hmm. Oh. From I praise you, sweet, sweet, 
Sweet, sweet November. Mm. Remember me for who I was, not who I am. I pray oh. you'll never understand the sweet, 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 sweet November. Can we please? Because. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Alright, we gotta stop. Look, fuck around and play that whole album with just our lips. Suck it with Tommy again. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I have to be mature now. Oh my god! But yeah, um, so I have the. And I have come through, you know, that album that she did under a pseudonym. I don't know if a lot of y'all know that. Under a pseudonym? Put, put people on that on there. So there's an album she did under a pseudonym. It's called Come Through. It's one word. It's mm. like an orange, reddish cover. It doesn't have her face or anything, but... It's either an album she did or it's just like a collection of stuff she did before she got signed or something. But, you know, when she was in TDE's holding cell. She, listen, she still there. Don't do that. She was doing some stuff. But anyway, uh, Blind's in my top five, mm-hmm. as it should be. Then we get to Used. With her and Don Tolliver. Oh, Lord. Now, listen. I've been leaning on Don Tolliver for a little while. I'm like, I like the the sound of his voice. Like, it's something about it. Right. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but the two of them on on a record together. I was like, this is a whole trance, a whole vibe from there. What are your thoughts? You know, used, I like it. But, you know, as I go, like, I, for Solana, I don't, like, I can't, like, I digest new music, but when I know I'm invested, I have to break down my listens. Mm -hmm. So, one, I'll probably skim through it, because at this point, I'm just trying to get the excitement out. Like, okay, it's finally out. All right. But normally, like, the day after, I finally get a listen in where it sounds like, okay, I can listen through this straight through. So, for used, trying to run the I like used, but I feel like also a part of used is also like a filler. Okay. So, that's why I'm like, mm-hmm, I could do with or without it. But as a, also at the same time, I'm still. I'm still living with the album versus just listening to it for an opinion. Right. Yeah. I will say that like my first listen, like you and I are in the same boat where it's like the excitement is there and I'm just eager to get into it. Not, Mm -hmm. nothing's really sticking yet, but I like the feel. I like the feel and the vibe of the album so far. Um, and you know, I like the 
the contrast in their voices together. Um, Don Tolliver is an interesting guy. Like, I'm yes, not sure is. if he's actually like vocalizing or if he's using a like a, a Roger Troutman kind of thing. But you know, of the new R&B male voices, if you want to consider him R&B, um, I, I like the sound of his voice. <laughs> um, and I've listened to his most recent album, which I like, but I've heard him on other songs before. Um, you know, I like SZA with duets. Um, I don't know how I you feel say. about... Okay. I did say that. Um, it's with certain, it's her with certain people, right? Certain ones, like if it was her and a and a rapper, I I think it doesn't get any better than her and Kendrick Lamar. I still wanted a Kendrick feature for this album, but I know, I know, I I so, I really so, I you know what? I'll wait till we get to the rest of this because I'll tell you what track I felt like he could have been on. Okay. You know, I was low-key kind of hoping for a Doja Cat. N- re- oh, sure. Y'all, I'll save this for the end, too. But okay. continue. Okay. Um, while this song isn't necessarily in my... Well, it's not in my top five. I do like the feel of it. Um, Which is? It's a... It's a... It's kind of like a atmosphere record. You know what I mean? Like you put it on and it's it's like a good it sets a good vibe for the room. You know what I mean? If you just have people over. Like I like a good vibe, groove record. Mm-hmm. Um something that you can put on when you have people over. Mm-hmm. Um and I wouldn't be surprised if this was like one of the next uh singles from the album. Which is, you talking about snooze? So I was talking about use, but I, I'm getting into snooze. No, oh, snooze sorry. no, it's fine. Snooze, snooze is in my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way that she builds in the chorus with her, with her, her voice. Um, uh, and it's such a great like cruise record. Yes, it is. <clears throat> It's, so you got you got like a late night drive to Wendy's for a frosty. Oh, come on, for a four for four. <laughs> let me get a four for let me get a four for four. What would you like to drink with these? A strawberry lemonade. Oh, I'll be on them strawberry lemonade so hard. I, it's bad. Okay. I'm, pull, I'm pulling up like Pookie from New Jack City. Like, you got any more strawberry lemonade? Hook me up, Nino. Hook me up. And don't put no ice in it either. I know how y'all do. <laughs> just put ice in the narrow bottle. Like, just for that part. No? no ice at all. No. It's cold enough. No. Oh. I say I probably played the hell out of snooze over the weekend. Because it's just... That's my baby. I li- I like snooze. I like the regret in Snooze, though. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because it's very seldom that we actually find a song from a woman where she admits that she fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like Snooze is that where she where she admits she messed up in the situation. How did I snooze and miss the moment? Which you don't really get that kind of vulnerability from. You very sold them. The last time I remember hearing a woman own up, like I can remember a woman owning up to messing up in a situation is Beyonce's jealous. Now I'm jealous. <laughs> jealous was a song, but Snooze puts me in the mindset of jealous. I can see that. Exactly, but oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Like up in Texas, eh? I'm oh. So my good sis is good for at least one song on the album that is border, and I hate to say it is border pick me. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> and that's noticed me. Now, <laughs> I said I love my good sis, but if I, I wouldn't be a fan if I'm not also a critic. I just don't, I don't know. It's certain picking songs, and I'm just like, I don't know about this sis. So it it's definitely a cringy song for me. Mm-hmm, On the strength like, that it's the pick me energy is high. You know what it puts me in the mind of? No shade. <laughs> no um normal girl. No shade. No shade. You cannot tell me normal girl was not a pick me song. She does sing it like she needs some attention. Like she wants some attention. AKA notice me. <laughs> no shade. Love her down. But Normal Girl was always the one song of control where I probably didn't sit through it. I'm going to be honest. And that, for me, that was Normal Girl. I mean, I'm not a woman. I didn't sit through it either, but there's no denying that the chorus and the bridge off that song. It Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm not sitting here saying it was a bad song. Did I no. always sit through it? No. Right. But that's but I'm saying that to say like another great thing about SZA cuz you know I'm always going to rep for my good sis is that even if the if it's like a song we're not comfortable with or we rock with the chorus and the bridge or the way she she performs it in the booth you know what? You, never mind. No, I'm going to hold my tongue on that one. Don't hold it. Refuse to hold it on the I Refuse podcast. So, the only other song that where I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of the song, but I like how she sang it was Prom. I wasn't the biggest fan of Prom. Yeah, I'm not too heavy on it myself. That was like the one track on Control next to Normal Girl where I was like, yeah, do I want to do it not? Right. But anyhow, you have noticed me and then you go to Gone Girl. Now, my Kleenex was not prepared for Gone Girl because sis sang the fuck out of Gone Girl. Say that. And she said, I am leaving. I've had enough of your fuck shit. <laughs> You're going to realize that you made a mistake and she's gone, girl. Bye. 
And I think this is the first time we actually heard her walk away from a situation and not feel regret from it. Check those twos. That is the first time we heard her literally not have regret from leaving the situation. Any other, like most of her other songs is like a form of, it's like almost like either guilt or regret. Gone Girl is the first time she felt none of the things. She actually felt relieved in Gone Girl. Like I could see, like the like literally when I see Gone Girl, I think of the end of an old movie where the one like let's two female friends and they're leaving one toxic ass situation where they weren't happy, right? And they're driving away and one flips their hat in air. Come like, on, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I envision in my head when I think of Gone Girl. But great song, great delivery too. I love the I love the choir in Gone Girl too. The choir, uh, like I don't know. Again, her ear, like the choir, and then you you know you hear some of the violins in some of these songs. Mm-hmm. But you know, a good violin will have you looking at your reflection like, what did you do? Like, what what is your life about? Why are you sad? Why are you sad? <laughs> why, why are we doing this? Like, why are you still here? Like, girl. Yeah. Uber came and went. <laughs> but the next is Smoking on My Ex-Pad. I'm ready Shout for Scissor. To- Scissor the rapper, okay? Scissor, Scissor, the up-and-coming princess of rap. Okay, she said your favorite at your favorite athlete screaming, texting me that is what she said. Okay, she got on that track and and spit the hottest of sixteens and then sung the chorus and said, "Smoking on my X pack tonight." She said, "I'm going to get this coin. I'm going to be your favorite rapper singer." Okay, she said, I'm, go- I'm going after the title. I'm snatching wigs. Round two is nothing to fuck with. I'm coming. I'm getting my I'm getting my things. Let's go around. She said, gas me like Exxon. Okay, gas like me. Check me like an engine light. Check me. <laughs> Somebody please come check me. Oh, Thank you. She said the dick is whack. Yeah, she, said, she, said the is, she said the dick is whack. I'm like, oh, those fighting words. What? Dog walk these men, these trash ass men that okay. offer to fly you out just for some dick. I'm like, no, I'm good. I mean, I could do that at where I'm at right now, and I still don't want to. So, right. <laughs> why? Like, what are we really talking about? You can keep your group on dick. Your spirit airline penis. (laughs) Your your frontier floppy disk. Your men's warehouse penis. Your southwest non-erection. Come on, three for $99. Your non-four for four honey pack. How you you have a whole honey pack and it's still lit? Bitch, what the fuck is going on? Oh Not the recommendation sale penis. You can keep it. Huh? I'm like, you can keep it, sir. Like, get this thing off my phone. Don't mm. make 
with, with that mess. That mess. So then, Ooh. you have Ooh. one of my. You have another one of my favorites Please. on the album. Please, Ooh. Ghost oh, in the Machine. My friend, I was on the phone with one of my best friends earlier, and he was calling me about the album. And he's like, yo, I don't know what it is, but this song is just mad emotional. I said, because she's asking someone, can you love me in my love language? Listen to the lyrics. She's talking about the industry. Can you love me without all the disaster? Can you touch on me and not call me after? Can you hit can you hate on me and cover it with laughter? Oh that's the chorus for your ass. And I'm forgetting the last part. But she's trying talking- to, I think I think she says I'm trying to log in. You're trying to log in without the password. I need humanity. She's talking about the industry. You heard it here at the Irafuse podcast. She's talking about the industry. I need so humanity. Oh, I need humanity, drowning anxiety. I need humanity. That eight, but that honestly, I feel like Ghost on the Machine would have been perfect for um, Kendrick. That Ghost on the Machine would have been perfect for Kendrick because it's the kind of track they would do together. Because it, I'm gonna say the other one, I felt like he could have been on, but. I felt like he would have been perfect on Ghost um, in the Machine. He would totally kill it. <clears throat> now, how you? Well, you already said it's your favorite on the album. Next to it's one of your favorites, Ghost in the Machine. Yeah. Um, so, Ghost in the Machine is in my top five. Blind snooze. Um, snooze. Kill Bill's an honorable mention, but. We we got let's let's move on because I can stay bitch, talking bitch. after <laughs> shout out to That's motherfucking it. Lizzo for co-writing and being background vocals on F to F. Let's start there for coming in and giving the girls what they needed. I live this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Let me tell you something. <laughs> she gave me my suburbia. That I've watched just about every movie about a white girl suburbia because that's what F to F gave me. She just gave me the hood girl version of F to F. That's what she said. Now I'm smoking on the backwood and I miss my ex. Now I'm ovulating and I need rough sex. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a lot going on here. Wait a minute. And then sis basically said. I fucked him because I missed you. Talk about a curveball. You you had sex with him because you missed me? <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> Leave it up to Scissor to take it to a dark place. Like that y'all was so come, nasty. Y'all better come here and get one of these. What's that? A lick back. <laughs> <laughs> she did talk about getting her lick back in the intro. Quasi's cup. Get one of these. It's a lick back salad. 
Okay. Uptown Delhi. But yes, I love the the moment she gave to girls, to especially black girls and women who per se may be boxed into like R&D or urban category, but still have that girl inside of them that loves alternative. They, lo- they may love rock. They may love like country, like black girls that love out- that basically love music outside of the spectrum that they want us to be indoctrinated in. Or they want to box us into and see us only as that. I loved that moment because it's like, yo, I don't know why, though I, of course, we know Lizzo's on the track. I'm like, I don't know why I hear like Paramore on this. And it was given Avril Lavigne. It's, it took me back. It to sounds like, let me tell you something. Pack Sun, walking to the Pack Sun in the mall, or walking to the Hot Topic. It, it gave very much. Or a Skechers store. It gave me very much skater boy tease. If you know, you know. Um, I weren't outside for that. I was, okay? I was outside for that. And it gave me very much Michelle Branch, Phoebe Dawson. The list goes on. And if you don't know the last name that I said, known as Phoebe Dawson, get out. Don't say you love Willow. Don't say that she's the one of your favorite artists ever. Because they all stole from Fifi. They all stole from Fifi. Catch that too. So it's funny that you brought up the chicken salad girl. Why was I on Scruff this weekend, right? Oh, Lord. Somebody used her. <laughs> I know, the ghetto. But why was somebody... But why was the default profile picture... Oh, my God. The salad. When she was making the face with the finger on her nose, I said, I- I'm logging off. <laughs> I said, I'm logging off. And you got the nerve. And you got the nerve for your screen name to be Friendly Bottom while you eating a chicken salad. (laughs) Y'all better come here and get one of these. Oh, what's that? It's a a chicken salad. A Lizzie. First deli. Open. A Lizzie. (laughs) Not Lord of the Rings. I'm screaming. Okay. This ring yeah. is tight. This ring is tight, Pensy. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Come through, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I'm weak. <laughs> I'm not doing this today, damn it. You are. But won't. Um, won't. Indeed. And and won't. <laughs> okay. But I love that she she's doing this. And like full speed, like a whole a whole rock. And Anthem. then then she gives you the light FM song. Not the light FM. I call it the light FM song, even though I love it. <laughs> then is of course the heart of the album to me, which is nobody gets me. Uh and it's it's the chorus. I don't see myself with it. I don't see you. I don't want to see you with anyone else but me. Nobody gets me. You do. Okay. Like, if you've never felt that before. Okay. Like, that is. Like, high school. Nobody gets me. You do. When you're at the sporting event or the pep Okay. And on them, get, ble- and, and on them raggedy know, ass bleachers, 
in your life having a bad game. And you look across the gymnasium and you see your crush who has been your boyfriend in your head for like six semesters and like 10 class periods. And you find out he finally left that home because you made sure she, you set up for her to sleep with that man so you can get hers. And this song plays in your head. Uh, you don't know what it is when you do. If you've ever been 17 or 15 once. The baby, that's you. This is you. Okay. Nobody get Then you go into that bitch era with conceding. Listen. Take me back to 2005, okay? Remy was shaken to hear this song. Remy wanted to know what happened, why, who approved it. I did. And Solana said that I did. And, and no one's gonna and no one's gonna check me about it. I took it over and it's untouchable now. You can't it's, have it back. It's fine. So for me. Mm-hmm. This is this is probably the part of the album where it's like I could probably take her to leave. Oh, really? A couple of the next a couple of these songs. Okay. Um, you know, Conceited really didn't I like the energy and the vibe, but it really I don't know. I like Conceited. I was like, this is cute picking up after going through those songs. Like I was, um, so part of my journey over the weekend and getting into this album was trying not to... Hold on for one second. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> but why I sound like you had to take a dookie? Child, listen, okay? <laughs> I did not, however common... I felt I felt the spirit of Earl, and I had to make sure that she was away. <laughs> Listen, after a certain age, the only the last thing Listen, you want to do is vomit. I stand that you are in the lower right hand corner of my monitor, very much given Hollywood Squares. Come on, picture in picture. Um. <laughs> Get into the beach, y'all. Y'all can win this as a prize. Yes, come through Barker, Barker's Girls by Barker Ladies. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look like one of the postcards. Did you die? Postcard fresh from Zamunda. I live. Yes, come on. That's oh, why he said, "Hey y'all, hey girl, hang." Right. He said, "For the, we, we, it's time to get the royal court together." That's all the, that's all the, that's all the bottoms and first bottoms around here. I can't, I can't. <sighs> Not the fleet of the week. Yes, fleet of the week. Yes, God, fleet of the. Ooh, that's a good uh, segment. Fleet of the uh, week. Fleet of the week. Fresh on the beach. Yes. Okay. Come on, 16 bars. So, we're back to resume our review. 
of yes. the SOS album by the Scissor Solana Row. So we left off on special. Mm, yes, we did. She I'll gave let... her special away to a loser. And now I'm a loser. Relatable I'm... content. I felt that. I felt that deep in my spirit. Because it's that like spit... you got that one ex. Y'all not officially broken up. Y'all keep, mm. you keep getting bust down after midnight. Oh no. <sighs> I'm having flashbacks, girl. I'm sorry. Mm-mm, you, no. Block the number, change the locks. Well, it's hard to do when you live in the same house. Um <laughs> when you live in the same house and you move upstairs and the same week that he moves his new boyfriend in, you still get bust down upstairs. <laughs> in, the middle the night, in the middle of the night, while everybody sleep, <laughs> the house is pitch black, and he come in with nothing on but a robe. And it's like, dang, I, f- I should feel bad about this, but this feels good. Um, and this goes on like all throughout the summer, and nobody else in the house knows. Exclusive, yeah. Terry. Yes. I was like, I should feel bad about this, but this feels really good. I mean, like, like. Like Funky Dineva say, all down between my legs and in my butt. I'm like, I'm like, sir, you have a whole person upstairs with you. What are you doing down here? The water was definitely waiting. Oh. Uh. So yeah. Um. <laughs> I felt. I felt. Like, I felt like a loser. It was good, but it's a little bit. Once little, it yep. stopped. I did feel like a loser. Like, here's the thing. You can't stop fucking somebody after you've nailed them to the cross over and over again. You can. Like, you didn't fuck the passion of the Christ out of me all throughout the summer, then you stop. Now I feel like a loser. I mean... So that's that's what that's the memory that special unlock for me. Um, uh, what what's your two? <laughs> he got his face, your face on this big screen. <laughs> and this forty four inch mm-hmm. is sending me to the moon. Not you, not you. You know what? <laughs> oh, you not you. Uh, got your hand. Your fist on your face, like it's story time. What do you have anything to add to the the review of special? I can't even talk right now because your face on this screen is <laughs> because I got a whole tip. <clears throat> Number one, you should not feel bad for that. So I don't. Were they fucking? I, were they? What? Okay, not to say that this is right. However, common come through Barbara Walters. Okay, I have to make logic. I have to make logic here. 
Were they fucking before y'all broke up officially? Um, no, they weren't. Um, but did you did you at least like him? The the new boyfriend or whatever? Did I link up with the new boyfriend? No, did you care for him like as a friend? Like if y'all could y'all be friends? We we didn't have a connection or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I tried to avoid that. Okay, okay. You shouldn't have felt bad. If anything, you should feel very glad because that hole got stretched. It got stretched wide for an entire summer. And now it's over. It's over. It's all right. I know I know right now your eyes are closed and you just envision it. The time it How was just it that good. Listen. It was that one time that was just that good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I know. You know I know. It's all right. It's all right. Trust. You know what? You know, sometimes, what you know what? Sometimes. Some in time. Shout out to Whitney. <laughs> that means sometimes. Okay. Boomer, sometimes dick is like a boomerang. Sometimes you got to toss that bitch out. Maybe she come back. You just never know. Remember when Tyra Banks was like an R&B singer? Oh, did like, she have one song? She had one song. And you've watched, you've seen Top Model. Because part... I never, I never episode, got... I, as soon as I heard the theme song where it said you want to be on top, I said, turn this trash off. I don't. I don't. I want to be the bottom. Usher had it right. So I want, I'm gonna be on the top tonight. You're on the bottom because we're trading places. You see what I did there? So I always showed up for Naldra Barker, but here's the thing: she had one of the episodes was dedicated to the girls being extras in her music video for that one song. Yeah, it was a big deal. Like she did a world premiere of the music. Oh yeah, video that's right. On you, episode. Oh, that's right on UPN. So while you were talking. While we were talking about my flashback. Mm-hmm. Clap of getting those sheets clap. I know that's right. Good times. Thunder Good times. Thunder and lightning, okay? That list, uh, it's all right. It's all right. All I could envision was the part in the music video where she licks the microphone. I was like, that was me. That was me once upon a time. You know, If you've ever been 23 or 24 once in your life, you would understand. Sometimes you got to lick the mic before, you know, you start to use your voice. <clears throat> you never buy, I mean, we don't buy cars without test driving them. I mean. Listen. Singing into the mic like Patti LaBelle. Why did I happen this way? <laughs> not not even like her. More like, more like, sitting there singing and ovulating like Kiki Wyatt. <laughs> and counting as she's ovulating, counting the number of eggs like she always do. Fertile Myrtle. Mm, Eleven children. Be, Jesus be Latter day Saints. That's my girl. Um, but moving on. Too, oh, no, 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 no. Too late? Too late. Ah, wait. Too late is on my list. Too late is something. Let's get into it. Too late is one of my favorite songs on the album. Only because it's not it's the first time that you hear a love song from Scissor with clarity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too late is she's really posing the question, is it too late for us? Like so close we, like literally all this tension, sexual tension, just tension in general, 
Is it bad that I want more? I was like, sis, no, it's not. And I love the fact that you owned up to it instead of dancing in circles lyrically. Right. Even though we love the confusion because we're confused with you, but still. <laughs> We've all but, been there. But no, Too Late is one of my favorites. Any thoughts on Too Late? Can we no. move on? Oh, gosh. Okay, it triggered you. Um, then we get to Far. There's a message in Far. I felt that too. There's a huge message in far. Cause sometimes you have those motherfuckers that will push you too far. And you gotta remind them, I'm still a bitch. Still with a capital S. That will still knock all the shit over. All of it. And not leave nary a crumb. And I dare you to tell me I should pick it up. Dare you, bitch. Because we can box right here, right? Period. Per. And even though boxing, pick it up. Bop. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Right. I'm not looking just like the, looking just like this. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm not one of your little friends. Not one of your friends. Not even one of your colleagues, associates. Not at all. Not today. Okay, I would hate to. Ha- I don't get physical with my men. However, you will learn. That doesn't mean you're not able to. Then we get to shirt. All right, pause. Lakeith Stanfield, if you're listening to this podcast, oh, I don't know what has happened. The past couple of years to you, but you've been looking right to me. Has it? Oh, you know what? No, because the other day I actually did remember when I first saw him. Besides get out, um, besides get out, and I was like, oh shit, he wasn't saw before. I was mm. like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, baby, yes, you need a facial hair. It's something about him having facial hair. I don't know. It's that last season of Atlanta for me. Oof. Especially that scene when they went in, um, when he was in Target as they were being um, looted. Right. That him and that do rag. I'm like, why is Darius looking fine this episode? Lord Jesus. And they had to put him in swimming trunks when he kept coming out that damn. <laughs> damn, Donald Glover. You can't give us one nude scene. I mean, they did kiss. <laughs> that scene was funny as fuck. I don't give a fuck. They did kiss. I gave them credit when they did. And I did press pause. Of course. Every man did because I'm pretty sure they grabbed the Vader bomb. Because, um, oops. Not Sean Cody Presents. Um, No, more like um, Plants of Rose Productions Presents. Or Harlem Hookups. Coco Dorn. Black Rain. Not fat booty killer. Oh. <laughs> the profile is said to be flat. <laughs> the profile is said to be flat. Oh boy. Come on, Max Connor. Um you know what? 
Not doing this today. <laughs> not. Obviously, we are. We love shirt. It's the single that we got before the album drops. We go from shirt to one of the high, one of the biggest highlights of the album, which is open arms. When you no, get to no, see, wait, no, don't don't speed in front of me. Your dad <sighs> going right. I'm speeding. <laughs> I'm speeding, Gonzalez. He can't stop laughing. I oh my god. I ain't do nothing, Jesus. <laughs> All I ain't did um, nothing. I ain't did nothing, Lord. Shirt shirts in my top five, of course. Then we go to the girl of the album. Open arms. The, the doll. The emotional roller coaster. The call for Kleenex. Open arms. It starts with Solana's grandmother, who is now deceased. You guys not remember she lost her... I just want to say, like, two years ago she lost her grandmother. Oh, you didn't know her grandmother passed? No. Yeah, her grandmother passed. Her grandmother passed, like, in between... Like, honestly and truthfully, in the middle of her doing this album, I want to say probably even the beginning process is when her grandmother died. Remember... The year she was nominated and got snubbed for all those categories, her grandmother came with her to the Grammys. I remember that. And I think like a year or two later is when she passed. Jesus. <clears throat> so she was able... The one smart thing that I love that most artists do is when they realize that the time is coming for some of their loved ones, they try and record them as much as they can. Right. So we got that quote in the beginning of Nana, of her Nana talking about when you, doing your, when you do your best, that's all that you can do. And I don't know what it is with Scorpios, but they know how to tap dance on my emotional tear button to get a little bit of a liquid on the bottom eyelid. It's just something serious because when I listen to Open Arms, my mind instantly goes to Frank Ocean's con- um, self-control. Now, self-control is a heavy-ass song. If you know self-control, me to compare open arms to self-control, that means it's heavy. I was just listening to Blonde earlier, too. Look, don't get me started. You Like, if you really, really know me, you know how I feel about Frank. You know how I feel about Frank. I've been waiting. He makes me sick. To my stomach. <laughs> to my damn stomach. Like, we've been waiting. He's won over five years. Like, come on. I need a new album to be depressed to. <laughs> right. We can't leave it to Scissor in the weekend. Who? Oh. I'm sorry. Um, The only a ball that we acknowledge around here is House of Balloons. The EP. Yeah, y'all weren't outside when he released Trilogy. But that's for Baby. another... Episode Baby, for another day. I was in 2010 in Florida listening to half of this. Let me tell you something. I was around when the girls first started. Around. I remember that mixtape, and then of course you got the weekend that just, you know, like party favors. I'll say that. Ooh. And it just turned into that, but even though it's a song about cocaine, I'm not supposed to love Party Monster the way that I do. 
Don't know why. I love Party Monster. But I also do love False Alarm. That's all you're going to get out of me on that album. Oh, and Die For You. Die For You was my shit. Die For You is cute. It's it's listen. It's one of the few love songs you're getting out of him. So you better take it where you can. <laughs> so, but back to open arms. So yes, I'm sorry. It's Hawks. Uh, open arms kind of explains someone that accepts you for who you are. Like in the mess ups that we all are. And the fucked up things that we do, and even when we try to fix them, that person is still there with the open invitation to come back to them. But it's just, it was just emotional as hell. And then, of course, you have the chant at the end of the song. I promise you, I felt like it was just something. I'm like, because I'm like, she finally linked her music with her spirituality, because there's no one knows SZA is actually very spiritual. Yeah, she and is. she she never connected the two until this album. So it's just it was it was damn good. Damn good. Damn good. It, did it have you stuck? A little bit. It did. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. I had to replay it a few times. That was like the re- the rewind button got broke a little bit, but um, we go from open arms to I hate you. After listening to the album, I hate you makes sense, even where it's placed. Yes, because I'll be even. honest, I wasn't um, because I, I wasn't. Where else- where else were you going to place I Hate You, though? That's a real question. That is a real question. Where else could you have placed it? Because it is awkwardly placed because technically it doesn't go with the theme of the album. To me, it different went with the theme of the album. Right, right. I, I'll say that, but I don't know why I didn't get picked up. Right, because... That was the perfect setup for like the album to come out then, but it probably would have been a different that, record. If you remember, Hit Different came out during the pandemic. It right. came out in 2020. And so at that time, a lot of artists were not trying to put out albums because they knew they wouldn't sell because you're only going off of sales. You can't perform. You can't go out and take do shows. Can't tour. Award shows were literally damn near on Zoom. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a mess. So a lot of people didn't want to release in 2020, and they were supposed to. Because if I'm not mistaken, they said that the Beyonce album was supposed to come out in 2020, and it got pushed all the way back. And look at Mama now. You know, just top number one album of the year all around. But I'm not here to stand right now. We're on Scissor. We are. So I feel like I hate you isn't placed in the right place. But also in the same sense, I kind of understand. No, I know where it could have went, but we're gonna continue this placement. Your thoughts on I hate you? 
I like it. I just don't like where it's placed. Like I, so for me, it's like if we want to talk about SOS the album, right? Mm-hmm. The, the first fifteen songs to me is SOS. Ooh. Like if we're talk if if we're talking about like what we're used to as far as how many songs for an album, and I and I like I so I had a um it was I was part of a Twitter conversation with Lou Cipher, who we love over here at the I Refuse yeah. Podcast. He is a friend to who raised you those as well. Oh my god! Like that's another podcast that's on constant rotation. I, I just, I just, Lou. I promise you, it was a joke I had with him on Twitter. He was like, "I can't stand you." <laughs> he was like, "People find felt people get surprised when they find out that I'm not even 40 yet, and I had put it on um, 50 asterisk." <laughs> <laughs> I know he was like, I can't. You was like, I hate you. I'm like, what? You do act like you fifty something. You and you definitely sound like somebody that's lived a couple of lives. Oh, listen, he's gonna get on hell's around the corner, and he is going to have his cane ready. Okay, <laughs> it is swinging left to right because he told y'all to get off his damn lawn. <laughs> oh damn, that was supposed to be recorded. Sorry, y'all. Weather change. No, it's fine. It's weather change. It's weather change. Weather change. So, probably, I think it was Saturday. He started getting into listening to the album. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, he likes to tweet Fast and Furious. Yes, he does. We, which I love. And he was saying something to the. He was saying something to the effect of twenty-three songs, and there was like a whole thread about how many songs and you know this expectation i was like to me like sos is the first 14 or 15 songs and then it kind of gets a little spotty for me after that so like when i first saw the track listing i was like she literally put i hate you in good days back to back towards the end of the album because they first of all people don't realize she did the cardi b method because if she would have included hit different, she probably would have hit she probably would have hit close to platinum and she would have hit hit different in it too. But she chose hit different, not hit different, she chose good days, I hate you, and shirts go on album. Right. Now, those three were already released and had visuals for them. Right. So because of the fact that they were already selling and honestly have been selling, oh, Good Days have been selling since, like, what, tw- Christmas Day 2020? Well, I thought it was 2021. It but might I be 2021. Know, it might be 2021. I do know they both place pretty high on the chart. So I get... Yeah, that's why she would get the sales that she did. Right. But... Of course, it's, I always will love good days. Say that. I will always love good days. That's a, it's just, another one of those songs where it's just like you hear it and it's like everything else disappears. And then you have the closer of the album. 
<sighs> Forgive less. Let me tell you something. Oh, dirty bastard. Baby, that is my favorite song now. Really? It's Forgive Less. Because how she starts it. I don't care about consequences. I just want my lick back. Like, I just want to, I just want to hurt her neck. That's it. That's a lyric for your ass. It's not gonna, she said, I told you before, this isn't gonna end how you want. She said, I may forgive it, but I don't forget it. Those are words to live by. And she said it twice. Yeah, because she said it in the intro, right? No, she said the um, chorus of the song twice. Because there is no second verse, if you pay attention. Oh, right. It just kind of... It's just ODD starts and then she comes in and then she says her part and ODD closes out. And that's the album. <clears throat> so, how do you feel that that was the closer? It hit the way it was supposed to hit. And honestly, to me, it sent the message of the album. Because though the album is technically about being lost in translation, everyone forgets and it kind of throws a loop into the story continuing. What did she not forget? What did she forgive but not forget? Hmm. In the whole hour and eight minutes of the album, she closes out, I want to say the last two to three minutes with forgiveness. What did she not, what did she forgive but not forget? Because she didn't specify it at all. Or what happened to get her to this level. It's like, with her, she gives you crumbs to the next thing. And that's one thing that people don't give her enough credit for. SZA will allude to more coming. And it's not like she's just going to say, oh, more is coming. She's notorious now at the end of her video. She has a snippet for the next song. Right. Mind you, Blind is not even a single. And we got Blind at the end of the shirt. Right. So, her mind. Solana. Girl, welcome back. You did it again. You did it again, girl. Setting trends. The girl still can't take. And you got Twitter niggas over here writing full blown paragraphs about their feelings after they sat there and streamed all of her loss. And they streamed all of I don't like you. You know, talk about she's toxic. Y'all was never mind. I ain't going into that. <laughs> so I love the album. Yes. I give it well a good nine out of ten. I mean, control. I hold control closer. It was a good follow-up to control. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yes. I would give a solid 8.75. Okay. The only reason I say the solid 8.75 is I want, as a fan, I would want her to get to a place where she speaks less coded, if I make sense. Like, yeah. I, because I grew up with someone that 
basically what gives you riddles to figure out. It's like, this is why I understand music the way I do. But at the same time, it's like, this is the one place I don't want to have to sit here and be like, okay, I got to dig into all these metaphors to figure out what you're really trying to say. I mean, if I wanted to listen to rap, I would just say that. But overall, the lyrics are there. The growth is there. The layers is there. The vocals is there. Y'all can hear everything clearly, might I add. Don't want to hear no complaints from y'all. Oh, you can't hear what she's saying? Yes, you can. She sings in cursive. How is that when I can hear what she's saying? Don't do me. Do your hair, baby girl. Do your hair. You won't come for Solano on my time. Or mine either. And that's just that on that. I will fall on a sword for that girl. Like she, yes. she, she, she does something to me every time. Every single time. Like she has a way of bringing you in, but not bringing you all the way in. Mm-hmm. It's like it's still a part of it's guarded. And and I'm cool with that. It's like I get it. And. She's definitely given me a lot about myself mm-hmm. and my life to this point. Uh, wow. Ooh. You know, she helped me discover the term fuck these niggas and actually just stand by it. Because <laughs> they ain't shit. They never, but most of the time, listen, sometimes you don't realize that you chose the wrong one until you in it. Okay. And then you can't get out because you went too deep. I know. I just gave y'all my testimony in this episode. <sighs> Glory. Creeping and freaking. Listen, listen. It happened. In a ready old robe. Yes. Lips tooted and booted just like that. <laughs> Well, I was getting my guts rearranged. Woo, yes. Okay. Come on, Jill Scott with the microphone. <laughs> I wonder, I'm I'm in the village. I know these things. Okay. I'm not real if you a real freak, you a Jill Scott fan. I'm just gonna say it. She's going on tour again to I'm trying to get tickets to so when she going to North. Yes, uh-huh. I am, Lloyd. I'll go back home to see Jill again. Because I saw her I saw her once already. I don't mind seeing her again because I love that album. That's one of my favorite albums. Uh, yeah, I saw her at the Lyric in 2017, 2018 in Baltimore. When she was uh, on the woman tour? Uh, I want to say that was part of the woman tour. It had to be the woman tour. Because Light Cause of the Sun was a couple years before that. Which, Light of the Sun? That was an album that people don't talk about enough. I, Listen, baby. Oh, but listen, we could be here all day talking about Miss Scott, but I'm gonna cut it brief. I need to know who's been watching the first Wise Club on BET Plus because the writing for season three they stepped it up. It was one episode in particular, episode seven from the, from season three. The messages. 
the message is. Uh, let's. I'm going to add that to my list. As you should. But we have the RFUs podcast and Who Raised You Hoes. Yes. Love the SOS album. I will not be putting it down anytime soon. Matter of fact, I'm going to play it out through 2023 into the new year. As you should. That's what you should do. (laughs) Um, Any last words before we uh, close this out? Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for your endless support of Who Raised You Host. We genuinely appreciate you. If you guys do not know or listen, we release episodes, my co-host and I, Marlon, release episodes every Friday. Our social media handle is WRYH Podcast. We are found wherever you can screen your pods. Oh, and also be sure to check out Hell is Around the Corner by The Lou Cipher. That's right. Okay. They ain't pay, he ain't pay for this plug. But yes, go listen to Hell is Around the Corner. That's okay, a podcast that you'd want to hold close to your bosom, like a young be doing with the women on Fix My Life. Um, gonna, I'm gonna. There is no filter. There is no censor button. When he feels away, he's gonna say he feels away, and he's gonna go off about it. So prepare for the ride. I've been here hollering every Monday morning at six a.m. And look, baby, it's some episodes I'm like, I got to wait to listen to this because <laughs> I can't be at work laughing out loud like that. You still gotta, you still gotta like drive to work and go to work. You know, remote. Train. Oh, oh, okay. You still have to go in. Mm. Don't get me started. I hate that for people. I know. I hate that for people. Um, be sure to stream Who Raised Your Hoes, I Refuse yes. Podcast, uh, and Hell's Around the Corner, as well as The Usual Suspects and the I Refuse Podcast After Dark. Thank you for coming out, sir. And thank you for having us. Once again, Catching out some time from your booked and busy schedule. Ciao. Because in the year schedule is hell. Be sure to have me. I would love to come over to Who Raised You Hoes. We would definitely love to have you. We're actually beginning to, in the new year, we'll start stepping features again. I definitely will have y'all on. Absolutely. You know, they, you know, the audience love when I have guests on. I hope I made y'all laugh. If if I made you laugh, you owe me a string. You do. (laughs) Know <laughs> him quite a few because he's done had me slid out my chair a couple times on this episode because a whole fool. I haven't, I haven't made you laugh though. Like your signature laugh. I, trust me, the episode that we have coming this week, you're gonna hear lots of the laugh. Because when you laugh, I say you laugh in cursive. I was like, I be in here rolling. Uh, it just keeps going. It's like a note. It's like Kiki Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually I have to cut you <laughs> okay so yeah um, DM me and let me know how you can get these files to me I got you no problem thank All you right. again bye y'all bye bye, bye.